anybody seen in a long time. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. So I'm a big cat guy, okay? Uh, Bobcats, I think the Bengal Tiger is one of the most majestic and most beautiful creatures God ever created. And yes, he, God, created the Bengal Tiger. Uh, he created the lion, you know, with a big mane who walks around and those things. I don't know if you've ever seen one face-to-face, but they are so incredibly powerful and intimidating. Uh, bobcats, uh, them too. I've been face-to-face with a bobcat in real life uh, on the on my ranch. Uh, same thing with mountain lions and what have you. Exactly, exactly. So I, I, I like big cats. I'm not so much into little cats. They're okay, but the big cats, you know, I'm, I, I, I like them. I think they're cool. Um, but what eventually happens, Sean, is you become, uh, you look like lunch. You look like a steak, like Madagascar, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, look, rest, rest their souls. Siegfried and Roy found that out, right? So you, you eventually, no matter how much you baby them and love them and you, you know, raise them from a little tiger cub and a baby, 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 eventually they're going to let you and go, T-bone, ribeye, bone and ribeye. Your house cats would eat you if they got hungry enough. I mean, you know, they, they, they would. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, they, I got a puma in the garage there, Trey, but uh, I'm, yeah. I call them boots. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him go once he gets too big for me to care for. <laughs> See, that's the that's what pe- that's what Javier is saying. People are doing. They're like they're they watching this Tiger King guy, oh, and they're God. going, "Oh, I can I can be the Tiger King." Look, if you want to be the Tiger King, grow the mullet and give the rest of it up. Okay, just get All a right. mullet and say the right. heck with the rest of it. Do, do we really need tigers in San Antonio? You know, I mean, is that something we really need to naturalize here? Don't we have enough problems? You know, with violence and shootings and. Oh, let's add some tigers into the mix. That's a great idea. Yeah, they'll they'll rip the crap out of you once they get big enough. They'll they'll eat you, you know, you know and, and they'll have fun doing. They'll even mess with you before they eat you, and uh, you know that'll really hurt. So you know. I mean, wow. Sometimes, sometimes they're cute. It's like little pussy cat. Come here, pussy cat. Come here, come here, come here. And they do, and they'll come over and they'll snuggle up against you. But they're instinctual. They're not thinking creatures. They're instinctual creatures. So they look at you and go, oh, you know, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> it's over. It's true. You know, they're they're, they're animals. That you know, and they got big, right. sharp, pointy teeth and big, sharp, pointy claws and. They can outrun your ass, you know, at a full gallop. Yes. They really can. They crawl up walls and trees. You can't get away from them. So I, I think, you know, I think Javier's right. I think it really is the Tiger King thing because there's only one thing that's any different. I've been here for almost a dozen years, and suddenly we have tigers and big cats. You know, what, a year after that stupid show aired? You know, that's what it is. He's right. He's absolutely I, right. I think a lot of stuff has been going on. It's just now coming uh, to to the front. And we always have this thing happen, right? Because it, 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 invariably, every year they'll find stuff like alligators that have been released. You know, somebody <laughs> somebody gets a little bitty alligator somewhere. And they take it home, or you know, some creature like that, and they go, "Oh, it's cute. It's so nice. It's so sweet, and all that." And the next thing they know, they open the garage, and there's a 13 foot gator out in the garage, right? <laughs> right. And so, what do, what do they do? It? They go, "Well, we can't live with this thing. Let's take um, it down the San Antonio River and dump in the river. Let's get rid of it." You know, that's what they do. And uh, well, so, yeah. same thing happens with these big cats. You know, it's like, okay, he's fine until he looks like the Lion King, and then he's got to go. <laughs> he's got to go out. He's got to forage, <laughs> and guess what? You're top of the menu you know you're the you're yeah. the blue plate special all right you know i mean look I, I, let me remind folks about what happened in florida okay and you probably know what i'm talking about in florida people started buying exotic reptiles 
like anacondas, predominantly boas, pythons, okay, which are not indigenous to, to Florida. Guess what? They are now. <laughs> the things would get big and people would let them go. And now you have a, a community of anaconda that live, you know, on the, on the, on the panhandle. And it's a, now an issue. So I'd really like to avoid tigers becoming a community here in San Antonio. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be a nice thing. It's, good. you know, it's dangerous yeah. enough walking on some streets, you know, late at night, you know, let alone having to worry about a stinking puma coming up on you. You know, come on. Well, yeah, or bobcat or something like that. Yeah. Um, so what else is going on in our world today? The rain is passing through our area right now. It's going to be out of here here in a little bit. When it's uh, totally gone, the uh, temperature is going to be down and humidity is going to be down. It's going to feel good. They did talk to Joe last night on uh, on Stephanopoulos, and it's going to be airing this morning. He, and of course, lied his butt off about no. the whole thing going on at the border. No. Um, he, he just he, he cannot tell the truth. Uh, and even if it meant to save his life, he couldn't tell the truth. Um, but he did say say don't come to the u.s while his hand is still in the air waving them this way hey don't come here we're not ready for you hey, don't come here champ. and his hands going come on you know his hands waving him in you know it, you don't know come, it's bizarre yeah yeah and kamala harris they asked her about it she's like oh i haven't been briefed <laughs> you haven't been briefed you haven't been briefed on it you're the vice president you're taking international calls with heads of state, and you have She's no lying. clue what's going on the border because you haven't gotten the briefing yet. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what a, well, okay. Look at Joe. Jeez. Look at Joe and, and, uh. and his his state, and then tell me they're not f- feeding her every bit of information they can possibly keep her up to date on. Oh, yeah. Including the nuclear codes. They are 4566-8883321-hashtag. You know, that's what they're doing. They're keeping her up to date on every single bit of this. Because look at him. I mean, look at him. <laughs> Yeah, she's got well, the code to keep her, her purse next door Macy's card. You know, I mean, uh, she they, really they, does. Yeah, they, but don't don't tell me you haven't been briefed. Don't insult my stinking intelligence to that level. Hey, tell me but the people who briefed. follow them, the people who follow them, eat this stuff up, man. They just yeah, eat it up. They do. You know, well, they're morons. You know, that's what happens. <laughs> right. It doesn't take much to uh, you know get a moron excited. So you know they they love them. I don't know why they love her too. I don't know why. You know, I don't know what they're seeing that we're not, uh, but they're true believers. So as long yeah. as it's uh, a Democrat, it don't matter who they are or what they say. It really doesn't. Well, apparently she apparently she's been loved a long time, and she's going to be loved for a long time more, apparently. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think, and I think I mentioned this to you off the air. I may have mentioned it on the air. I think what they're trying to do is <clears throat> keep keep him there until the midterms, and then they're going to blow him out, send him back to uh, Delaware, put her in power. That way she can run for two more terms. That would make her a 10-year president if she wins the two more terms. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, if they pass this $4 trillion tax increase, <laughs> midterms are going to be great for Republicans. Great oh, for Republicans. Oh, man. They, re- they never get that, the Democrats, do they? They never understand that, that when you jack up the taxes, you're hitting people you know, where they live. And they, you know, they, 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 if the, the sitting on the fencers are, are going Republican. The Republicans obviously are going to go strong if that happens. Because we're already in an economic slump. We've already got millions of people out of work, and this is when you're thinking about jacking up the taxes, which will affect every single aspect of the economy. Every, not just the rich guys, but the dude working at the Circle K. You know, uh, you know it, it's, it's insanity, but 
they 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 don't understand money. You know, they're like me. They don't understand. They just they don't understand money. They don't understand the work. No. You know how people working no. who have to actually punch a time card and and you know not pay true. bills and stuff like that. Not true. They 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 the, no. It's not true. They they understand money. Uh, so they don't have the excuse of not understanding money. They they understand money and they want to stick it to the American middle class, which is exactly what they're doing. You right. have an excuse and it, you you have a pass because that's right. You've chosen that that's not an important thing to you. You have a great helper in that. But when it comes to them, they get it, and their whole job is to destroy the middle class. And a tax increase on wealthy people always destroys the middle oh, class. Yeah. So when they're talking about a four trillion dollar uh, tax increase, the largest since 1993, and they say we're only going to pass this on wealthy people. Uh uh-uh. uh, any tax increase settles in one place and one place only in this country. Any tax increase, any, and it settles right in the middle class. Those are the people that will pay the taxes, and those are the people who lose their jobs and their businesses if they pass yeah. it. Well, because you know, the, the, and this is the, they they go after the well. You're right. First off, I agree that they they, do, they understand money perhaps more than they I realize. It. They like they making it. it. They like getting it uh, and taking it from folks. And, and when you, you the, the 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 populist rhetoric of we're going to give it to the rich people, you know they're so greedy, and even though they're all themselves rich, but we're going to give it to the rich people, and and they roll the dice that most people, uh, maybe in the in you know it, whatever circles or people who support them, won't think about it too deeply because you're right, you you give it to the wealthiest, and the wealthiest will survive, but what will the wealthy do who own companies and employ people uh they're going to have to shave hours let people go it affects every other aspect of the economy beneath the wealthy people and uh you're right they want the middle class to go away they want people to either be filthy stinking rich which would be them and they want everybody else to be dirt poor and uh dependent on the government so i mean uh, uh, that's what it is that's what they're Surf all about them. when i say they don't yep, understand surfing. money i mean they don't understand the concept of somebody going to, a, you know, what may be a crummy job, two crummy jobs, punching a time clock so they can pay their bills. Oh, right. These are not right. people yeah. who themselves worry about paying bills. Nope. Not <laughs> Stress at all. about their mortgage or anything like that. Right. Well, and the Democrat politics have always been about creating serfdom and creating right. a, a class of those who are... Uh, beggars and workers for them. In other words, creating a, a dependent class who works for them, right. serfdom, so that they are con- in control of that. Uh, ben Franklin, you know, that often quoted thing about those who would give up liberty for security deserve neither. He did say that. And yeah. a lot of people will say, well, what that means is when the government tells you to mask up or stay home, you're giving up your liberty for security. You don't deserve either. That's, in, in, a, in essence, that's true but the context that he was saying it was that they were raising taxes to pay for more war and he said if you're giving up your liberty in other words your money is your liberty if you're giving up your money through more taxes you're giving up your freedom anytime you give up more money in the form of taxes you're losing more of your choices money in your pocket creates more choices for you and actually empowers you giving more of your money to the government only makes you weaker and makes you more beholden to the government which is the democrat plan and always has been that's why they're going to do it 
Yep, yep, I absolutely agree. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Absolutely. I guess we better take a break, and uh, we'll come back on the other side. More Warren Rima continues right after this here on KTSA. All right, so your BG car, your BG truck, whatever, I'm talking about the stuff that's inside your engine, uh, provides you maximum protection for whatever you drive. So you got a big truck or a little car, it doesn't matter. Any engine, uh, I- I- any fuel system for any vehicle, foreign, domestic, whatever, wherever you got it, however many miles are on it, you might have a brand spanking new truck that's got just a few miles on it, or you may have a classic car that you've had since 1966, whatever, whatever it is. You turn to BG, they're going to take great care of you. That product is amazing. I started using it in race cars decades ago. We did notice lowering temperatures and longer life to the engines. said, oh, boy, if it doesn't in a race car, what's it going to do on the street? And you're not trying to race on the street, but what you do want is maximum protection for your vehicle so you're not having to pay the bills of all the repair. BG will deliver that. All you got to do, whenever you have the oil change, just tell the guy there that's changing your oil, hey, do the BG service, and they will. BGfindashop.com. So right now is the time when the weather's blowing through. The rain's coming through our area right now. That's going to lower our temperatures. Temperature's already been down over the past hour. It's gone down about 10 or 12 degrees. Um, Now it's going to rebound. It's going to start to come back up throughout the day today. We're going to see that go up. We're going to see the humidity go down. And we're going to see our winds really pick up later today. So we'll have red flag warnings in the area today. So fire danger will exist. Low humidity, high winds, fire danger. Sunny today with a high about 81 Tomorrow, sunny and 74, and Friday, sunny, 70.com forward slash radio. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. So I want everybody to know I was just suffering the worst humiliation, the worst in cultural appropriation. Oh. The partner on the show, the partner on my show, who is a Viking all right, he's singing Irish songs and talking like an Irishman. I'm so gonna cancel you. You are canceled. You are canceled. I got a you little Irish in me. Huh? I'm, I'm mostly Norse, but I got a little Irish in me, just a smidge. Oh, just a sure. Smidge. One day a year, you have a little Irish in you. One day, a year, one day <laughs> we get to this day. One day a year, and he claims to be an Irishman. The rest of the time, he wears the the hat with the horns. He's like the horny dude up there at the Capitol. He's got a hat with a horn. He's a Viking all the way. I told this Jacob to get the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even know it was St. Patty's Day until I woke up, to be honest with you. And, and that's right. Well, started noticing all the green stuff on Facebook. I'm like, oh, today's St. Patrick's Day. Are you Day. wearing green today? Do you have green no, on? No, I am not. No, I Come I, on. I Get got with dressed the before I realized. I got dressed before I realized it was St. Patty's Day. I uh, want to know but something. Because who cares? I mean, this year, who cares? What? <laughs> what? Well, what are we going to do? Hit what the do you pub? Mean, who cares? <laughs> I care. Chris oh, Glasgow and I care, being true-blooded Irishman that we are. All right, Chris. Uh, but oh, wait a minute. Scots, Hold on a minute. Man, he's not Irish. <laughs> sure, he is. I, what I, here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Is it okay to pinch people if they don't wear green? Now, look. I mean, we're living in pandemic times, so you have to socially distance pinch somebody, I guess. But like, it's sexual har- sexual harassment times as well. Is it okay? I mean, remember when we were kids? Oh, ask Andy or Joe. Well, you know, like they'd seem. Okay, to know. well, yeah, he would know. Cuomo would know. What's so the Cuomo jump. rule? <laughs> Let me tell you flag. something. I pinched her because I know she's Irish. That's right. And it's St. Patrick's Day in green. New York. That's right. So I was being playful like a, what do they call him, a leprechaun. And now yeah, it's all of this things. fake news. <sighs> Pot of gold. Um, anyway. 
Greg Abbott. <laughs> Going to have a press conference at noon today. He's going to talk about the border crisis. He's going to do it at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center, which is where some 3,000 boys are being held. By the way, I don't know if you saw this. (sighs) Blockbuster report that came out late last night on CBS uh, that now we have in custody over 13,000 unaccompanied minors, over 13,000, which is a 300% increase from just Monday. That was three days ago, two days ago. So here we sit with a 300% increase over Monday. And not only are we holding 13,000 children against their will here in the United States, but we're holding them for an average of 120 hours, which is way longer than the 72 hours that the law calls. So not only are we holding more than Donald Trump ever held in his life, right, but we're holding them for longer, and they're not eating uh, on a regular basis. They're not showering on a regular basis. That's what's going on. So I'm waiting now. I'm waiting for Fredo to be talking about Hitler in the the Oval Office like (laughs) they did when Trump was there. When does that kick in? Uh, ain't gonna happen. When's AOC gonna go down there and get some tear, you know, teary-eyed photographs? I mean, uh, when is it? it no, remember these were concentration camps. Remember that? It wasn't mm-hmm. just AOC who said that. A lot of people said that. People, the goobers on TV and the news people, oh, they're like concentration camps along the border. Fredo, Fredo you know, said yeah, it. Sulu out there saying they were. It was like the Japanese internment during World War II, and I'm like, ah, oh, man. And it's a. You're right. Three hundred percent worse now. Then uh, at ago. any time, uh, Trump had uh, had all but emptied those those facilities based upon what we know and what the uh, folks who run those facilities would say. So you know it's 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 crass, it's cynical. They're trying to pretend like it's not a big deal, it's not going on. What did what did Biden? Uh, what are we hearing that Biden actually said? Uh, I, I was looking at this. Uh, uh, don't come now or. <laughs> <laughs> a little late there, buddy. You're a little late to the party, Joe. Don't come They've now. We're not come ready for already. you. While his hand, we're not ready for you. So don't come. While his hand is Ugh. up, waving them. So he's going. Brilliant. Don't go. You know, and he's waving his hand. You know, come on, and, come on. And people's lives are being destroyed. And people are women, young girls are being raped and molested. Uh, they're being abused. Kids are being abused on the way here. God knows who they're with. If they were kidnapped or coerced or what have you. You know, and and that's a, a that's a, you know these uh, guys like Biden and that whole side of the aisle can't shut up about what great humanitarians they are, and we're the party of tolerance and love, but they don't give a crap about people. They give a crap about money and politics, and that's it. This is horrible. Trump's yeah. absolutely right. He was on Fox last night uh, uh, talking about this problem is going to destroy our country, and you know what? Yep. It, it just may. Right. That's that's what they're hoping for. Back in a minute, more wearing rhyme after the bottom of the hour news. I want to tell you about Carzeus, Carzeus.com. You can log on right now, this very minute. Carzeus.com. If you're interested in selling whatever it is that you own now, even if you owe money on it, that's okay. Carzeus can take care of that for you. If it's brand spanking new and you're looking to get rid of it or you've had it for a long, long time and you're ready to move on to whatever's next, log on to Carzeus, C-A-R-Z-E-U-S, Carzeus.com. You fill out a little form. doesn't take you but 30 seconds. 
seconds, a minute to fill out the form. They send you an offer on your vehicle. Cool. If you accept it, then they can take it from you. They can, you know, buy it from you today. They'll buy it from you today, and then you're out, and it's all good. But if you decide, hey, you know what, I'd like to sleep on it a day or two or whatever, you know, I'd like to just think about this for a little while, that's cool, too. They're not going to follow up and go, hey, when are you going to sell this thing to us? They're not going to harass you. That's not what they do. They just want to buy your vehicle when and if you're ready to sell. Pfizer, member SIPC. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. You get a dollar increase in gasoline. That's a that's bigger than a tax hike, than a big tax hike. So it's a terrible thing that's happening. And then let's talk about tax hikes. They'll be raising taxes at the highest number that we've ever seen. It'll be the biggest tax increase in the history of our country. He's back. He was on Maria Bartiromo last night from Florida. Good morning. It's Ware and Rima. Trey Ware, Sean Rima. We're here every weekday morning, 7 to 9, right here on KTSA. How many times a day or a week do you think that we talk about this culture out there to cancel out white people or to say that, you know, if you're born white, then you uh, obviously have privilege. Uh, If you're born white, you need to cancel yourself. You need to get rid of yourself. Um, Well, okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, Just yesterday we talked about the deans at Ohio Law School by the name of Case Western Reserve University who were uh, saying, well, we have an excessive white problem here. We're excessively white here at this level. Remember that? Yeah. Anyway, this this always happens. This this goes on. Not not a day goes by that there's not at least one and, and sometimes, you know, just a plethora of stories about how white people are just inherently evil and bad and terrible because you're white. And so, you know, that whole thing that Martin Luther King Jr. talked about, where you don't judge people by the color of their skin but by the content of their character, is out the window now. And if you're white, you're just inherently bad. You're just bad, and you need to be canceled if you're white. That's actually being taught in schools. That's actually being discussed on college campuses, and it's actually happening. I've always said the more you demonize people, the more horrific stories you have concerning those people. And and, and by the way, uh, the liberals believe that, too, because... You know, in in San Antonio right now, and possibly nationally right now, we have a story where uh, the demonization, as as it would uh, be called, of a particular race are, are resulting, or could be the causes of certain things that are going on concerning possibly Asians in our country and what's happening to them. But when it comes to the cancel culture going after white people, we have a story out of Rochester, New York, something uh, absolutely horrific that happened the other day where two black teens broke into a disabled white man's home and set him on fire, doused him in a flammable liquid, burned him to death in his his own home. And uh, the the, the news up there did not point out that there were black teens and he was a white man. But a talk show host up there said, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're, we're in the midst of this whole, uh, thing that's going on, violent, uh, uh, campaign, violent riots and stuff about, uh, alleged racism, Black Lives Matter rioting and stuff like that that's going on here. And if you were to flip this upside down and have two white teens burn a black man who is a disabled man to death in his home, you would be constantly hearing about it in the news. Over It'd be the lead story. Again. 
it would be everywhere you turn. It would just be over and over again. These two white teens burned a black yeah. man to death who's, you know, all that. But it, this has not even been talked about. It ain't been brought up except for this talk show host. The, the news, the one news channel that covered this story extensively didn't even point that part, part out. So you have that part of this story but you also have the part of the story that says the more you if it if you're going to claim that about any kind of if you're claiming that about Asians today right and they're suffering because people think that you know the, the China virus or China flu or whatever they were calling it for so long if you're going to claim it about that well the more you demonize white people the more of this kind of thing you're going to see what happened in Rochester well, and uh, you know, it, first off, the the race conversation in America is non-existent because it's not a conversation. It, it's, it is it's completely not. one-sided, and you're either on that side or you're the enemy. Correct. Whether you're white or not, you can you can be black, but if you're against BLM or critical of BLM or you're conservative, you 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 have achieved whiteness by embracing the white man's values. It's a ridiculous conversation. And these are ridiculous accusations. And you're right. It's creating more hate. It's creating more angst. It's creating more resentment. And it's creating more racists. Uh, and that's what's so pathetic about it because, in a sense, it's entirely insulting to all the sacrifices that were made during the Civil Rights Movement, to everything Martin Luther King Jr. ever stood for. Everything. Okay, it's peeing on that. It really is. And inverting it and turning it upside down, this is not about equality. That's why they use the word equity instead of equality now, if you've noticed. Okay, but this isn't about equality. This isn't about fighting racism. This is racial revenge is what it is. And white people are in the crosshairs, and I refuse to freaking participate. I'm just not. And by that I mean, uh, first off, no, you're going to wait a long, long time before old Uncle Sean starts apologizing for the skin color, for his skin color, and for what people did 200 years ago or, or 150 years ago, or, you know, even 60 years ago uh, during the Civil Rights era. I, I refuse to feel guilt. I refuse to admit something I'm not about. I refuse to be uh, acknowledge being a racist when that's not how I've lived my life. And that's not how I live my life now. It's not how I raise my kids. I, I, I refuse to participate. But you're absolutely right. It, it is mean, it's hard, it's angry, and it's creating more meanness, more hardness, and more anger. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to get yeah. worse. And they want well, it to get all- worse. Of course, and and concerning the the whole idea, the whole concept of apologizing, I I've got plenty of apologize my own life, right? My own screw up. So <laughs> I stand at the head of the screw up line. Everybody just lined up behind me. So yeah. I'm not going to apologize for something that somebody did 200 years ago or yesterday that I didn't do and I'm not responsible for. Sorry, not no, I'm not sorry. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to pay reparations to anybody that I didn't have a direct effect on. Look, I never owned a slave. So as a non-slave owner, I'm not going to pay somebody who was never a slave. <laughs> That's what they're trying to get done. They're trying to make people who were never slave owners pay people who were never slaves. Huh? You say well, what? It, what are you talking about? So, well, you yeah. Know, go ahead. And, well, and it's a no-win situation. I mean, it, it really, they've covered all the angles. It doesn't matter. If you're white, it don't matter what you say. You're racist. Bill Burr is now in the crosshairs. One of my favorite comedians. He's brilliant. Uh, because he said some off-color stuff. 
And they tried to target him and cancel him. And then his black wife started talking about, you're all a bunch of racists and this is terrible. And then you know what the what the spin on that is? Oh, he could still be a racist with a black wife uh, because he probably treats her like a servant. <laughs> you know, I mean, again, it's the whole do you still beat your wife thing. If your skin's white, don't even bother responding because there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say. If you make sense about it and, like, we're being reasonable, it's going to fall on deaf ears, all right? Well, here's the point. When you have two black teens burn a white guy in his home, set him up, break into his home, and set him on fire, and you're not saying, at the very least, that all this demonization of white people, and we got to cancel white people, and every time you turn around, a white guy is a bad guy, man, just because of the color of his skin. First of all, you're denying, you're spitting in the face of everything Martin Luther King Jr. stood for. Mm-hmm. That man had a huge impact on my life when he said, you judge people by the content of their character, not by their skin. Don't even look at what color their hair is. Don't pay attention. They could, they could be a cyclops with one eye in the middle of their forehead. Do not pay attention to that. What what is in there, like Jesus said, what is in your heart is going to come out in your life. It's going to come out in your mouth. It's going to come out in your life. And that's what matters. That truly, it's not what enters, Jesus said, it's not what enters a man that defiles him. is what comes out of a man that defiles him. Not the color of his skin. It's, it's what is in his heart. And that's what we need to pay attention to. But all this racial bias and all this, uh, you know, gaslighting of people across the country uh, that that I blame a lot of the people that are in charge I, I blame race baiters like a like an Al Sharpton like a Jesse Jackson Barack Obama does it too it's all about this whole separate and, and you know divide and conquer philosophy they have to their politics and it's disgusting it's absolutely disgusting and all people no matter what your color is no matter what your background is all people should stand up against that we should all join together and stand up against that division well, I agree. It. I don't know when it's going to happen because, uh, uh, again, it's gone beyond Al Sharpton and, and Jackson. It's uh, it's everyone uh, as far sure. as where you are politically, you know, uh, uh, and it's shrill and it's hateful. And, again, you know, it, it, my only hope is that, in a sense, it becomes so intense that like a bubble, like a soap bubble, it pops, which is sometimes yeah. how things happen. When things go to a far extreme, it can only be maintained for so long, and then people just get sick of it and burst. You know, it's pop and it's done. Right. I don't know, because the problem is we have political leaders in the media, big media, and big tech that are fanning the flames of this stuff every single day. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know when it's going to end or how it's going to shake out, but I, I refuse to... I, I refuse yeah. to participate in that sense. I, yeah, I really too. do. I just if you want to, if you want to debate a, the ideas, I'll debate ideas with you all day long. But the minute you start saying somebody is something because of their skin color, mm-hmm. then we're done. The conversation is right. over because I'm not buying off on it. All right, uh, quick break. We'll be back on the other side with more Warren Rima coming up. Uh, I got to get a word in here for West Bunch and the team at Bridgehead IT. I don't know what your current situation is, where your company is, and what you uh, need as far as IT services at your company. But I can tell you if you don't have bridgehead on your team you're really missing the boat bridgehead it can come alongside of your it team whatever you know regardless how big they are or how well known they are or whatever our friends over at bridgehead it can work with your it team to make sure you're constantly 
in touch with your infrastructure needs and looking at what's going on inside of your business for your IT infrastructure, but also that your data is safe. Unfortunately, what happened, uh, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we had the storm was a lot of businesses lost critical infrastructure, but they also lost a lot of data. Well, that won't happen to you if you have Bridgehead on your team. If you have an IT team, cool, they can be a great assist. If you don't have an IT team, they can be your IT team, either they're on site for you or remotely. Bridgehead IT two ten four seven iTunes or Spotify. But you killed the white people. We gonna make them hurt. Kill the white people. Oh man, that that needs a little context, doesn't it? Maybe <laughs> just a smidge. Wow. <laughs> you know what smidge is, by the way. You know what smidge is. That's a gems backwards. Mm, that sounds oh. good today, doesn't it? That does sound <laughs> good. Yeah. Oh, I'm rubbing my tummy already. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's Eddie Murphy from a bit from a long, long, long time ago. We were talking about him off the air. He's a, uh, you know... Uh, I, I don't know how this coming to America two thing worked out for him. It would seem to make a splash, and then it was gone. But think about how long he's been around. Jeez, he's been around a long time. I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of all of his movies. I think he's kind of no. miss when it comes to the flicks. But as a comedian, there's he's one of my. It's, there's Pryor, there's Carlin, and there's there's Eddie Murphy. By far, three of the most brilliant comedians this country has ever produced. No doubt, and no question. Eddie Murphy, Eddie especially, is just delirious. Or raw, come on, and I'm watching. I've seen him a hundred times, yeah. and I'll watch it over. Which one He's was it? Just, was it delirious that he did uh, the, the Elvis imitation, where you know, with a, the lemonade, that cool, refreshing drink? Oh, I, 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 can't I can't remember, remember now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember. I, I could separate him by you know what what leather suit he was wearing, and and you know yes. which which one had the Johnny Carson bit, you know, half, you know. I mean, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> or the James man. Brown bit. <laughs> well, and, and like a lot of Eddie Murphy stuff, honestly, wouldn't fly today. You wouldn't be able to do that no. on, on stage someplace. Oh, Even no. as, a, as a black comedian, you know, he'd be canceled. You know, I mean, he he was rough, man. Uh, no. But he was funny. He was just to to this day, I think he's one of the funniest dudes on the planet. He's he's brilliant. Well, he's a genius. the stuff he did on Saturday Night Live, you know, yeah. buckwheat oh, yeah. and all that stuff. None of that would fly today. I mean, that no. would just be off the table. Uh, he would be canceled, or somebody would be canceled. Lorne Michaels would be canceled immediately. Saturday and all Night that. Live they, wouldn't do it, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the point. Right? That is the point. <laughs> Uh, but he was just brilliant at, at, and we're talking to him like he's dead. He's not dead. I mean, no. <laughs> comedy's dead in this country, yeah. but he's not. <laughs> it's not like we're memorializing him or something. Died of death, but you know, he, we were you just know, thinking about him, there. guys. Yeah, we were just thinking about him. I just thought we'd talk. All right, back in a minute. More Warren and Ryman coming up. Investigated, and that's what's underway now. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, you do got to help us out. We need help. Can you help us? Can you yep. help us? Yep. We need help. Yep. Help me. Yep. So it's where in Rima. We do this uh, every morning from 7 to 9, and it's just uh, kicking the stuff around about what's going on uh, in the world. And uh, today is St. Patrick's Day. 
And Sean has been doing a great job of cultural appropriation because he's a Viking. He's a Viking, and he's like a Nor- a one time a year. Right. right. <laughs> and one time a year. Well, aren't those Vikings? Yes. And yes. one time a year, he becomes Irish. So he's doing cultural appropriation today, and we're, ju- we're going to cancel it, okay? Because this is not right. This cannot stand. We will not stand for this. One time a year. Yeah. Talking about leprechauns a minute ago. The guy was talking leprechauns a minute ago. Uh, and and doing terrible things to leprechauns. So I look. I am just not. Doing I'm not going with leprechauns. Yeah, That's you what are. you said. No. No. Yes, you did. I've never so. thrown a leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> No, but you were talking about leprechaun bowling, Where? and that's just not good. That's not good. That's bad. No, it was that one night in Austin. No, I, yes, I, uh, it was a bad night. It was a bad night. I, actually, I remember it. <laughs> I actually don't. Uh, I actually yes. don't give a crap about St. Patty's. <laughs> I know you don't. It's, it's, it's an ex- never been something that I've. You know, I mean, back in the day, okay, but, it's a it's a drinking holiday for the most part. People go out, drink their green, but, stinking beer. And I you know, back in the day, I was at a bar four nights a week, so I didn't need St. Patty's Day. That was amateur But here's night the thing about it. See, I, I ne- I've never understood how we, how we took it to a drinking holiday when it's a holiday about an evangelist. Yeah, he was an is. evangelist for, for Jesus Christ. He was actually in slavery. He was born in slavery in Ireland, and he escaped slavery and then returned to Ireland and, and, and preached the gospel of Jesus Christ and had, had many saved. In fact, uh, we have breastplates. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, uh, those of us that, that wear the kilt, many of us have the, the armor. And uh, so anyway, his said this. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in the eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. And somehow, somehow that turned into a drinking holiday, which just befuddles me like you wouldn't believe. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what it is. It's based on the stereotype that Irish people just like to get, you know, they're constantly drinking, getting drunk. Now, I I will say, I actually know a guy in Ireland who, he's the only other Sean Rima on planet Earth besides me, and he's Irish. We've got to know each other on social media. I've known him for like maybe 15 years at this point. And he will say, well, yeah, do do we like, do, do I go down to the pub once a day, you know, when I end my day and have a few pints? He says, yeah, it's cultural, but, you know, this idea that we're all just falling down drunks, it's one of those holidays that's really <laughs> seriously been co-opted uh, by uh, beer companies, by bars, by taverns, right. yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there are going to be a lot of people celebrating St. <laughs> Patty's Day here in, oh, San, yeah. Ant- in San Antonio, you know. In I mean, San Antonio. <laughs> I think of my buddy Sean Murphy right now, who uh, I would say good morning to him, but uh, he's not conscious at the moment, so it'd be impossible right. to say good morning to him. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, our family—that's our our family uh, origin. W E A R is how it began in Wales, and then to, uh, moved to Scotland because we became we were we were of Scottish origin, and then moved to uh, to Ireland and became the family uh, evolved into Irish uh, origin as well before moving to Virginia. <laughs> Virginia, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's seventeen hundred. So anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, so for those of you wearing of the green today, is it is it appropriate to pinch? If not, I don't. I have no idea. I never worried about that. I, I'm not a big pincher. I don't like to be pinched, so I don't like doing it to. I only want to do to others what I would want them to do to me, and I don't want people pinching me. Now, now, <laughs> m- mistletoe at Christmas. Ah, oh, now we can uh, talk. Now we can talk. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
I, you know, like I said, I, 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 I've never spent a lot of time thinking about St. Patty's Day, and, and I, I, I'm amazed it's survived, you know, because uh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm waiting for St. Patty's Day to be canceled, you know. <laughs> it will be. Well, I mean, you know, give it time. It's, it's kind of a Caucasian holiday, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, Give it let's time. just be honest, man. It's the white man's day, and not just any white man, the white man with freckles. And I'm telling you, at Give some it. point, and they're going to cancel Give it. it time. Say, what is this? Give it time. <laughs> well, there's no stereotyping there. Freckles and red hair. No stereotyping at all. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, I'm a little that, Irish. Mr. I can do that, okay? See, see, no, 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 you're not. No, I'm at least you're white not even European, one tenth of right, one million I mean, No, you're not. My, 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 thumb, my thumb is Irish tree. Oh, my thumb God. is Irish. My thumb. Ah. Folks, I apologize. So, um, Representative Marionette Miller Meeks, all right, there's an Irishman, Irish woman for you, uh, filed a bill that would require the federal government to test all illegal immigrants for COVID-19 as they come into the country. Well, the Democrats stood up and said, well, that's racist. You can't do that. That's racist. You're going to do that? That's racist. You can't do that. Her office said uh, on March 8th, now that was a long time ago, that the federal government released 185 migrants into Brownsville, Texas. All of them were positive for COVID. Well, now the numbers are exponentially higher. That was just then. They're now much higher. So she said that the current law does not require uh, the Custom Border Protection or Immigration Customs Enforcement to test for COVID-19. So she filed a bill that would become a law that said anybody who comes into this country illegally, legally, whatever, down at the border, they would have to be tested before they could be admitted into the country. It's only smart. Speaking of the Irish and speaking of people who immigrated here to Ellis Island, you had to be tested for disease if you didn't have to, if you tested positive for disease or if you didn't have a sponsor or a way to provide for yourself, you were not allowed through in, a, in nope. a, a Ellis Island or, or into the country back then. So anyway, back to this. She said we need a law that says if you're going to come into the country, then you need to be tested for COVID-19. Well, the Democrats said, well, that's racist. Can't do that. That's hard. No, no, no. You're just a bunch of racists. So they, they blocked it and kept it from, from moving forward. I want to point something out about that, however. If you, sir, or if I, sir, or if anybody listening were to take a trip, let's just say, hey, we're going to Cancun for the weekend. Let's go party. Let's go rock on in Cancun for the weekend. And then we got on the airplane to fly home. Before you and I, U.S. citizens, taxpaying individuals, could fly back to our own country, to our own homes, to our own jobs, we would have to take a COVID test. And if we failed the COVID test, in other words, if we were positive, we'd have to quarantine down there for 14 days before we could turn right. our own country. But they can walk across the border right now and not be tested. So not only... Not only is Biden importing crime, because we know a certain percentage of these guys are criminals, he's importing COVID. What's the argument that it's racist, that we're just trying to keep people out of the country because they are they got brown skin, and so we're using yep. COVID to keep them out? Is that the argument? Because yep. there's no yep. logical argument for that, for it being racist That's the at argument. all. You, know? it's, you don't it's, like we're brown in a pandemic, people, you don't want brown man. people here. You don't want brown people here. Right, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, certainly, certainly. No, that's That's the only reason... The white man wants to test people at the borders to keep the brown skins out. That's right. They're so they're so knowledgeable about racism. What a bunch of crap. Now, they're they're trying to I'm sorry, they're trying to populate Texas with COVID. Yeah, I'm it's one of the I I really honestly believe that's one of the goals. Uh, well, I told you days ago. is to let them, you know, fill up here in Texas. I said that so days we ago. get a spike so you could you could point your finger at Greg Abbott and say, "See, 
what he did is killing people, and it's you know not only is it killing people, it's killing minorities. You know, it's said racist. that last week. Yeah, said that last yeah. week. That's, so, that's the point. That's exactly what they want to do. You know, but yeah, we, we, Kamala hasn't been briefed on it yet, so don't ask her about what's going on. So <laughs> she doesn't know. She hasn't been briefed yet. She told a reporter that the other day. So I, it, it's it, Trump's right. It's going to ruin the country. It's going to destroy the sure country. It is. Sure. You cannot maintain sure. a country. How many times did he say that you get you don't have a country without a border? You don't have a country without a border. That's the and plan. Right now, effectively, we don't have a southern border. Yep. yep. Effectively. Well, what what the Democrats are doing, and this is all goes back to HR one. What the Democrats are doing right now is they're importing voters, right? So they are right. going to corrupt the system. They're going to change the voting system in America, and they're going to have a whole bunch of people. They're going to vote for Democrats forever. That is the plan. That is exactly what they're doing. Yeah. In fact, you know what? After the break, we should talk a little bit about the filibuster and not not get in the weeds and bore people with it because it can get right. boring. But it's a really important story. Uh, the, the, yeah, it the is. filibuster thing that's going on. It's a really important thing. So, I y'all stand by. We'll talk about that coming up. Um, Genesis Behavioral Health. I, I I just love Dr. Williams. I love the staff at Genesis Behavioral Health. You know why? Because they help people every day. Every day. Every day people are helped by the crew, the team at Genesis Behavioral Health. So many people are relying on medication. They're relying on therapy and what have you. And in some, some instances, that helps alleviate some of the symptoms of depression. But why don't we, why don't we get down and treat the cause, right? Instead of just medicating the symptom... Right. Treat the cause. Let's fix what's going on so that you can live a happier life, a more joy-filled life. At Genesis Behavior Health, they have transcranial magnetic stimulation. This is not just treating the symptom. This is getting down to the root cause of the depression, finding out what's going on with transcranial magnetic stimulation. It's been around for about 12 years, approved by the FDA, but very few people have even heard about it. Even doctors, family doctors, very few family doctors have heard about it. Now you have, and now you have a number you can call at Genesis Behavioral Health and get help, get treatment for the cause of the depression that you've been suffering from for so many years. That's Genesis Behavioral Health, 210-404-9696. AccuWeather forecast, well, we had the rain come through, and now the sun's trying to break through the clouds. It's going to be a nice day, but the humidity is going to be low. Winds are going to be high, and we're going to have some red flag mornings for fire danger out there. So keep your butts in the car. Today, sunny and 81. Tomorrow, sunny 74. Friday, sunny. Fire insurance exchanges are affiliate products not available in every state. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. They're arguing for a radically less stable and less consensus-driven system of government. Forget about enduring laws with broad support. Nothing in federal law would ever be settled. Hey, turn it up, Chris. Turn it up, man. Yeah. That's the uh, first one I ever learned to play on the guitar right there. I think right. I, I, anybody who ever picked up a guitar, that was the first one you learned, right? So, um, Stop me if I get a little bit weedy here. Because I have a tendency to get weedy on stuff like this. But it's important for people to understand the backgrounding to the filibuster. The filibuster basically says you got 60, you have to have 60 votes to end the discussion in order to have a vote, right? So what it does, when you've got a 50-50 Senate, it gives the minority an opportunity to have an input. Because when the Founding Fathers designed this great system of government that we have, they designed the House to be very close to the people. 
So that's why you have 430-some-odd. Uh, they're directly going back to the little hamlets and areas around the country, and they're directly, directly taking their orders from the people. And they go up, and it's real chaotic in the house, and they fight, and they throw stuff at each other's food fight, right? Ah! And they're crazy over there in the house. But then you only have a hundred senators, right? And, uh, and, and one of them, you know, you got the vice president there. So they're the ones who are supposed to be the deliberative, debating, discussing body. They're the sensible ones who, who are to pick up whatever the house has fought over and thrown spaghetti at each other about. They're the ones who are to take it up in their white robes and to say, let's talk about this a little bit. Let's discuss this. And they're supposed to take their time and discuss it. When, right. when, when you read, as an example, when you read Federalist 63 by James Madison, he talks specifically about having a sensible body to clean up the mess from the house. That's basically right. how he said it. Right. right. Okay. So it takes a bicameral form of government to make this happen so that you have the debate and so that you have the minority having an opportunity to say something. A couple of years ago, when the Democrats were in the minority, Chuck Schumer... Dick Durbin were all for supporting the filibuster. Now that they're in the majority, they want to get rid of the filibuster, and the reason they want to get rid of the filibuster is so they can ram through these huge tax increases and all these things that we talk about on the radio every day without Republicans having a say-so in any of it. So that's exactly what would happen. You would blow up our system of government. You would totally destroy the Senate. You could just go to a unicameral form of government because it would all be the House, and it would all be this fighting, and it would all be this chaos, and no deliberative body to take charge and say, let's discuss this, let's flesh this out. So uh, Mitch McConnell says yesterday, uh, trust me, guys, if you do this, you will face having to do a quorum on everything, from when we turn the lights on, what kind of toilet paper we buy, what are we going to order for lunch. He said, I'm going to call a quorum on everything that we do in this body, which means we'll all have to be in our seats. We'll all have to discuss it for days. What are we going to get from Quiznos? Who's calling Quiznos? What do you want on your Quiznos? All of that stuff. And if you think you're going to have this, this uh, being able to force this stuff through and make this easy for you it's going to be a hundred car pile up on the freeway that's what the filibuster is about well and i believe him and and uh you know it's it, filibuster is one of those things that you're right i a, a lot of folks who who are out there watching tv or staring at their phones and they're not really all that engaged and they don't you know they, they vote but they don't really follow politics or follow uh the deliberations don't really understand what it is but but and this is this is not true obviously of a lot of folks but all americans should want that kind of balance and that kind of check amen. on on total control by one side amen because it, one side of things gets total control we stop being america and even a lot of states that are predominantly democrat but are low population states like when they whenever uh uh the you know uh, democrats have a candidate that wins a popular vote but loses the electoral college vote they want to trash the electoral college and again that would even cause some democrat states to completely disappear you you need these checks and balances legislatively you you need it for it to function you do not want one side controlling everything even if it's your side <laughs> because right. you know at some time at some point they're going to do something that you don't like or that hurts you and there ain't going to be nothing you can do about it so you know i i Support the filibuster, the continuance of it, and uh, uh, again, I, 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 I'm unfortunately, I think a whole lot of people probably don't 
think about it that much, honestly. Or they don't know what it is. Or that's when the guys talk really long, right? You know, and... <laughs> but again, right. uh, you know, those are those folks are largely Democrats anyway. So <laughs> sorry to right. be insulting, but you know, if you're low information uh, and you're low content and you don't follow stuff and you don't understand how our government works, you are at the mercy of the people who run the government, even if they're your guy uh, right. or gal, uh, and that's the importance of it. But you know. So the danger here, you know, uh, they don't teach this in civics anymore, so people don't really understand. They don't teach this, and they don't teach history. But as an example, Harry Reid modified the filibuster so he could pack the courts with a bunch of liberal Democrats back in the day, right? Right. And the Republicans had no say-so, and he was able to pack pack the courts. Well, Donald Trump went to to, uh, Mitch McConnell uh, starting two years ago, and he hammered on Mitch to say, you need to drop the filibuster. You need to get rid of the filibuster. You need to modify the filibuster so that we can pack the courts and we can ram through our agenda. And to his credit, I think Trump was wrong on that. To his credit, Mitch McConnell stood his ground and said, we're not doing that. We are not altering our system of government. So Mitch McConnell, to his credit, stood his ground and stared down Trump on that issue, as he should have. And he says he's going to stare down Schumer and Biden on it, and I certainly hope he does. I hope he does. Yeah, you know, because that's a sign of a good man, of a good person. You know, and even if it would benefit them, they stand by the principle and and what the founders uh, had intended. Uh, Because uh, I know a lot of folks like to say, oh, they're just a bunch of old guys from a long time ago. They have no connection to to modern living and modern times, and it's a bunch of crap. They were a lot smarter than you realize, and they foresaw all kinds of problems down the road which is why they designed the government the way they did. And, and they were a lot that. smarter than we are, than this, than yeah, this current, than, than, than this generation that's alive today. They were a right. lot smarter than, 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 than we are. Uh, they understood yep. what was necessary more so than we did, because we don't have, we don't have England uh, oppressing us. We don't have right. a dictator oppressing us. And as you've said before, this generation is walking silently into their own oppression and their own bondage, and that's true. Yep. All right, uh, quick break. More news on the other side as we continue here with Warren Rima, San Antonio RV, SanAntonioRVs.com. Matt and his team want to visit with you today about your RV. I was looking, checking out my brother's posts on Facebook. He and his family got his grandkids, and they're up and uh, having a good time in the RV, just taking it easy, you know, and that's the thing. That's the thing you want to do is get yourself a, a, a great RV from San Antonio RVs, get out there on the open road, take your kids and grandkids and say goodbye to the world for you know a week or 10 days and make some great memories together do it every weekend i know that's what we used to do uh when when i was a kid uh we had one and and uh, we would uh, come home from school on friday afternoon and we were see you later bye until sunday afternoon and we were making memories all over the state of texas and i have some of my fondest memories in the world sitting there in the morning sitting there in the morning while dad was frying bacon sipping coffee with him some of my best memories. Why don't you make some memories today? San Antonio. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. I can say quite clearly, don't come. And what we're in the process of getting set up, and it's not going to take a whole long time, is to be able to apply for asylum in place. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever, Joe. Whatever. So, 
What's the deal on Hogg's Pillow Company? He was going to compete against Mike Lindell, <laughs> and it lasted like five minutes or something. Who wants to buy a Hogg yeah. Pillow? Come well, on. first off, get real. You know, yeah. uh, little Mister Hogg needs to like get off his celebrity activist kick because it ain't exactly working for you, dude. Catch everybody up to um, who he is, so, so people know who we're talking about. David Hogg. He was. Uh, yeah. Oh, he was. Uh, uh, you know, he's a big anti-gun uh, advocate. Uh, was it Sandy Hook uh, that he was a student at? Uh, no, 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 no. The, the school in Florida. The school, the school in, Florida. in Florida, right? And uh, right, right. several years ago, and and he's he wasn't actually even there that day, but he's kind of made a life for himself as uh, as an activist. He's and, the and Greta so Thunberg he, of guns. The Greta Thunberg of guns. He is, and and yeah. uh, you know he's got hippie parents and all that, and so he he uh, you know hates Mike Lindell like all good liberals do. I don't know why he's one of the most decent human beings there is on the planet who's been through a lot, uh, and uh, he decided he was going to show Mike, he was going to run Mike Lindell out of business by making his own pillow. So he came up with a pillow. Uh, seriously, that was the whole thing, you know. He came up with a pillow called Good Pillow. Uh, the problem is uh, he didn't uh, do something very, very basic, which even I know to do, is he didn't essentially trademark the name Good Pillow. And so yeah. his pillow business that was going to run that evil Christian Mike Lindell out of business hasn't even gotten into business because he doesn't even own the damn yeah. name to his own <laughs> well done right. David yeah. strike another blow for gun rights man well done I got hey David I got my my pillow right here I love my my pillow I got me a so pillowcase for my my pillow and I love this pillow. right so it's Parkland High School down Parkland in uh, Florida School, that's right and uh, that's the one where uh, the, the deputy wouldn't even go inside because he was right. so scared. He wouldn't even go inside. Security, you know? right. Yeah. yeah. And David Hogg capitalized on that. And anybody who has any uh, proclivity toward the Second Amendment <sighs> is evil and terrible and a horrible human being. And Mike Lindell stands for the Second Amendment. So I'm going to run him out of business. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, you, uh, like, like Lindell is worried. Like, you know, okay, yeah, come yeah. after me, big boy. Bring it on. Even but all the other boycotts. The that Mike Liddell had to face. I don't think he was all that worried. <laughs> and he really is the Greta Thunberg of, of, of gun, yeah. uh, the gun cancel culture. However, they are coming after your guns. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some activity on this next week, everybody. Oh, remember, yeah. we had this discussion today. Next week, you're going to hear a lot of talk about several different proposals that the Democrats are going to try to ram through. This is one of the things they want to get rid of the filibuster so they can ram it through because they know if Republicans have any say-so in the Senate, this won't fly. But if they can disarm and make impotent the Republicans in the Senate, they can get this done and put it on Joe Biden's desk. Number one is an assault weapons ban. Well, any gun is an assault weapon. Keep that in mind. They they all talk about the ones who look scary. That, uh, oh, that looks God. like a weapon of war. That's no different than the shotgun I'm looking at or the rifle I'm looking at right here right now. It just has a little, it's a little bit different in the numbers of magazines and all that. But you still got to pull the trigger each time to fire a round at it. But they want to they cancel those, and you got to turn it in. You got to burn it. You got to dismantle it. You got to get rid of it. That's one of the things they're going to hit you with. The other one is... A limited number of rounds that you can have in a magazine. It's not a clip, Joe. It's a magazine. And and taxing rounds. In other words, you can buy the round. Each round you can buy. I'm just using numbers. I'm just throwing numbers out. You can buy a round for a buck, okay? But they're going to put like a $10 tax on it. Each round. On one round, yeah. 
Right. Well, I mean, that's just I'm just throwing numbers out. We don't know what the settlement. Right. The no, real but the idea is to make it uh, very. Excuse me. Bless you. Excuse me. I just Bless snagged you. on you. No, I, no to, to make yeah, it essentially did. the the buying of ammo impossible. Good lord. Uh, impossible to Hold afford. on a minute. I'm Can sorry. Give it a Kleenex. I got a uh, Sorry, I just came out of Good. nowhere. They sure did. Oh, stop it. They're, they're also you. doing, uh, didn't I see something uh, that they're considering a bill that would do away with the legal protections of gun sellers? Yes. Uh, to be legally protected if somebody legally purchases a weapon from them and then uses it uh, in a crime. I'm getting there. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, it's okay. No. No, no, no. You're doing good. No, uh, the weapon manufacturers. So right. Smith & Wesson and Colt and all, you know, all, you know Remington, all, all of, uh, I'm looking at Mossberg right now. I'm looking at Mossberg that I have here. Right. Um, I, yes, uh, all, all the weapon manufacturers would be held responsible. So if, if uh, you know, gangbanger, you know, took his gun and went and killed, shot up a 7-Eleven and killed a bunch of people at the 7-Eleven, it's not the gangbanger that's responsible for that. It's, you know, whichever whichever gun he used, whichever manufacturer can be sued and be held accountable and be, and be run out of business by these uh, rich, fancy lawyers. And one final thing. If if you, you've got a big gun and you want to pass that on, you do, and you want to pass yeah. that on to your son-in-law, or your, your not your son-in-law, your stepson step one day, right? Yeah. You, you want to give right. it to him. Christmas present. Right. He would have to go through the most onerous background check even if you just want to give his gift just a gift yeah. here, here you go steven here you go he would have to go through a, a, an onerous background check it would never you would never give another gun to, as, as a gift to another child or friend or anybody that's what we're talking about here well and when you combine all of these laws they pretty much dilute the second amendment to the point to where it. it's it's Gut it's, it. it's, it's, it's meaningless so i mean they, they they can't do anything about the actual constitutionality of it and so they've got to chip away at it, gnaw away at it by going in with these other laws. And uh, it's it, look, it, you, you look at the g- gun violence in this country. And this is what upsets me about this whole thing. And I know we got to take a break, but they they, they don't okay. give a crap about illegal gun violence. They don't give a crap about all the guns flowing through Chicago. They don't give a crap about all the guns flowing through Baltimore. They don't give a crap about any of that. Houston, whatever, wherever you want to talk about. Okay. They want to go after the millions of law-abiding American citizens who own their weapons and never commit a crime. Because <laughs> that's all this does, is it disarms people who are lawfully owners of their weapons and who are responsible and don't commit crimes with their guns. Those are the only people that would be affected by these kinds of laws. Because it doesn't do a damn thing for people to get their, their guns illegally. It doesn't do anything about that. And that's your real gun crisis in america is the illegal gun crisis not the legal gun crisis but again it's all about disarming the public and you know that it's what it is that's what the they wanted for a long public. time the law abiding the law abiding right because exactly. as, you, as you said and i've said it for a hundred years the criminals are criminals and therefore yeah. they're not going to follow the law the only people that are going to follow the law are the law-abiding citizens now the only thing that stops a ba- and this is so true it sounds cliche guys but it's true the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun ask stephen williford mm-hmm. you know that's the that yeah. is it right there a good a bad guy with a gun is not going to say oh the democrats just passed uh you know uh, new laws that say i have to do a background check and i have to turn my gun and i guess i'll do that so the crips and the bloods are going to go turn in their guns right yeah right. no it's not going to happen <laughs> yeah 
And and you neither know. are those of us who are constitutionalists. We're not turning them in either. So they're going after the ammo. They're going after background checks. They want to be able to lock you up in a prison somewhere if you don't do all the background checks. That's exactly what they're doing to disarm the law-abiding public in this country and gut the Second Amendment. And they're all about it. They're doing it right now. Yeah, they are. They're about it. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> but... But what do they do when they feel endangered? They call Some an entire security. army and yeah. put it around their workplace, right? <laughs> they call right. the National Guard. Entire, right. That's right. That's Guys right. with guns, you know. And bazookas and tanks and, and everything bazookas. else. Right, right. All right, quick break. Uh, let me tell you about Carzeus and Phil Candera at Carzeus at Carzeus.com. They would like to buy your vehicle if you want to sell it. Now, the second part of that is the most important part, if you want to sell it. So at Carzeus, this is not about trying to harass you or harangue you into doing something that you're not comfortable with. But they are eager. I mean, they're there and ready. So you log on, and you just fill out the form, and uh, they send you an offer. You look at that offer, and if you want to jump on it now and you want to move ahead, and maybe you might even owe a little bit on your vehicle, that's okay. They, they'll, they'll, they'll do the payoff and everything. If you want to move, they can, they can take it off your hands today. I mean today, right away, they can take it off your hands. However, if you just say, wait, hang on, I want to sleep on this a little bit, I want to talk to a couple people and all that kind of stuff, they're good. They're not going to try to, you know, force you into doing something that you're not comfortable with doing right now. So when and if you're ready to sell your vehicle, Car Zeus is there. 